All right, my friend, I need a big favor from you. It's something that will serve us, Danielle and me in a big way. And I believe we'll come back and serve you too. Would you do a review? I'm asking for an honest review on your podcatcher, wherever you listen, whatever you feel the rating that we deserve, we deserve it. And please give it to us. But we want your rating and your written feedback. Do you recommend the show? What do you love about it? What can we improve? We want to hear it from you. It is the greatest way for the word to get out, to drive profitability in other people's businesses too. Would you please support us? We'd appreciate it. Thanks. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies and guide you through on how to do Profit First right. On today's episode, since it is episode number 30 and an episode that ends in zero, we will stick to our tradition of answering questions on episodes that end in zero. So let's start with our first question from Max sent via email. Right now, I have a personal account with Bank of America and my business checking account with Chase. So I have two banks like the book recommends. My issue is that opening up more accounts with Chase without keeping a minimum balance would start costing me fees. So I started looking around for the best free or no fee online business accounts to help me with this problem and I came to a solution that I would love your feedback on. Keep my Chase business account for OPEX, keep Bank of America, which is a personal account for owner's pay, open two business accounts at Wise Online Bank one for income and one for taxes because they require no minimum and then open a Chase personal account for profit. So what do you think? Does this make sense? Whew. Thanks, Max. That is, um, you've obviously put a lot of thought into this and you've put some research into it. So let's just take a deep breath and exhale and let's start to unpack this. So Max, we asked for two banks and you are proposing three banks. So let's try to make this simple for you. Number one, yes, you found a bank with no minimums in Wise Online Bank. 
We do provide a list of Profit First friendly banks on our website, ProfitFirstNation.com, based on feedback from the Profit First community. This podcast does not endorse or receive any sponsorship money from any banks or other financial institutions. Wise Online Bank sounds like a wise choice for your five foundational accounts of income, profit, owner's pay, tax, and operating expenses. You really need to have all five foundational accounts at the same bank. It makes the allocations very simple and easy to reconcile if they are happening in one bank. Wise Online Bank sounds like the wise choice since they do not have minimums. Because you are correct, money does not sit in your profit or tax account at your primary bank for really more than a day. All of your five foundational accounts at the same bank not only makes allocation day a breeze, it also makes your month-end reconciling a breeze because there's only one bank to log into to reconcile your five foundational accounts. In your email, you proposed three banks for your foundational accounts, and that would not be doing profit first right. It would make it unnecessarily complicated and add a level of tediousness, so it would also be harder to maintain than having just one bank for your five foundational accounts. Now to address some other items in your email. Your owner's pay account in Profit First cannot and should not be a personal account. Let me repeat that. Your owner's pay account for Profit First cannot and should not be a personal account. You really should not intermingle business and personal accounts for your business. Here's what I mean. When you put money in a personal account, which you will do when you officially pay yourself, that is fine. Your personal account is where you live off of personally. To do profit first right and to see all of your cash and their allocations in one place, you need to have all five of your foundational accounts at one business bank. Profit First is a percentage-based cash management system. You need the owner's pay account to hold your future owner's pay. Here's what I mean. Let's say, for easy math, your real revenue is $100,000 for the year. At $100,000, your target allocation percentage for owner's pay is 50%. So your annual salary should be $50,000. 50% of $100,000 in real revenue is $50,000. Okay, and to make this simple, for demonstration purposes, you are going to do your allocations quarterly, four times per year. So if you're going to make four allocations per year for easy math, then your salary would be $50,000 in owner's pay divided by four because there are four times you will do your allocations. 
That means $50,000 annually in owner's pay translates to $12,500 per payday if you pay yourself four times per year. When you allocate to owner's pay, you do not take that owner's pay account to zero after each allocation. Profit First is a cash management system designed to allocate cash throughout the year so that you can normalize your cash. With Profit First as your cash management system, gone are the days of spending everything in your account because you have money sitting in that account. Let's get back to our example to demonstrate. It's your first allocation in our scenario, and your income balance is $30,000. So you allocate 50% of income to owner's pay following profit first. That means you allocate $15,000 to owner's pay because 50% of $30,000 from income is $15,000. And your salary is $50,000 per year based on your real revenue projection of $100,000. Your salary comes from your owner's pay account and your salary, if you are going to pay yourself four times per year, should be $12,500. You have $15,000 in your owner's pay account. So do you pay yourself $15,000 because that's what's in your owner's pay account? Hmm. Do you pay yourself $15,000 because that's what's in your owner's pay account? The answer, no. You pay yourself your salary of $12,500 leaving a balance of $2,500 in your owner's pay account. By leaving that $2,500 in your owner's pay account, it is there to help you normalize your cash and your salary. Because when it's time for your second allocation, your income balance is $20,000. And when you do your allocations and allocate 50% from income, to owner's pay, you get $10,000. Well, good thing you left that 2,500 quote extra unquote from your last allocation in your owner's pay account because that $2,500 plus the $10,000 allocated to owner's pay for this second allocation brings your owner's pay account balance to $12,500. You are all set to pay yourself your regular salary of $12,500. Aren't you glad you have these five foundational allocation accounts to allocate your money to and hold your money so that you can normalize your cash? The problem with money and bank balance accounting is that if we see it, we spend it. Oh, and that is why maybe you have been struggling with cash management. And hey, that is a-okay because that means you're normal. And Profit First is a cash management system designed for normal entrepreneurs to become extraordinary entrepreneurs, to ascend to the 17% level of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. 
Normal is the bank balance accounting, the the check-to-check accounting, the 83% of entrepreneurs, how they're operating their businesses. The 17 percenters are people who've implemented profit first and can show that they've implemented profit first because they have profit in their bank correlating to their profit balance. You are here listening to this podcast. Maybe you read the book. Maybe you've heard Mike speak as well, but you listen to this podcast. Or maybe you work with a profit first professional. Or you have a great entrepreneurial friend who uses Profit First in their business and shared it with you. Profit First is easy if you trust the system. Let the money sit in the account so that it can do its job. In this case, pay you your regular salary so that you can live. Profit is the account to celebrate with and to spend on things above and beyond your day-to-day expenses of housing, clothing, food, necessities, transportation, the basics. This is derived from owner's pay, the basics, and should be taken in the form of a salary. Trusting the system means not overcomplicating things. So in Mac's case, my friend... My entrepreneurial friend, let's keep it simple and have your five foundational accounts at Wise Online Bank, then use Chase for your profit hold and tax hold accounts. And when you pay yourself your salary, not just giving yourself an all-you-can-eat pass to your owner's pay account, but a salary that is the same amount for each designated payday when you pay yourself your salary from your owner's pay account, then you will deposit that salary into your personal bank account at Bank of America. Of course, because I'm such a nerd and love making spreadsheets, we do have a special resource for this episode so that you can see with numbers and a spreadsheet how Profit First functions as a percentage-based cash management system with this actual scenario that we just played out and a bit more in the spreadsheet and the corresponding video that walks you through the spreadsheet. Now I'm going to turn the Q&A tables on myself. Recently, I connected with a couple who are part of Dan Miller's 48 Days Eagles community with me, and they are also fans of the Profit First Nation podcast, So shout out to Dean and Maria Showalter. Well, when I did a Zoom call with Dean and Maria, they were so thoughtful and incredibly prepared with questions for the call. They even had some very interesting questions for me that I had never been asked before. So I figured I would share Dean and Maria's questions they had for me on this episode. Dean and Maria's first question for me was, We so appreciate your time and generosity with us today, so we want to ask you, what does it look like in your mind when one of these calls is finished for you to feel like it was a worthwhile experience, both for us and for you? Well, do you really want the truthful answer, my entrepreneurial friends? Can you handle the truth? To be honest, when I finish a call and answer people's questions one-on-one about Profit First, I honestly find it confusing and frustrating 
when people read the book and don't do anything. The doing is way more important than the learning. A little less talk and a lot more action is what I'm expecting out of y'all. No one who ever implemented Profit First, no one ever said, I'm glad I waited for the right time. There is no perfect time. The time is now, especially if what you are doing is not working for you. Trust the system. Trust the process. Let the actions produce results. Just freaking do it, people. Jump. Make the leap. Power through the noise and the nonsense that's telling you what? That you can't do profit first because you have debt? Because you have to go to the bank and open up a couple more accounts? That is BS. Profit first will actually help you pay off debt. No one says, I am glad I delayed. I am glad I waited. They only ever say, I wish I would have done it sooner. In fact, let me share an email I got from someone recently who I spoke to over two years ago. Hi, we spoke a couple of times two years ago and they were very helpful calls. I really appreciated all of the time you took to answer my questions and provide me with guidance. You were right. My prices were significantly lower than my competitors, and I had no clue until you challenged me to do some research. You also kindly gave me some next steps to do in order to implement profit first in my business, namely open the bank accounts. I dropped the ball and then just got on to other things. And now with COVID, my business has taken a big hit and I want to kick myself for wasting the last two years. I'm going to leave it there and just not finish um, because it starts to get more personal. But I've heard similar stories from my fellow Profit First professional peeps as well. The wish that I would have, could have, if I would have not wasted time or not waited, those who remain on the sidelines and for whatever silly or ridiculous reason have talked themselves out of not implementing profit first and talked themselves out of getting their butt to the bank to open their five foundational accounts, listen here and now. Only you, my entrepreneurial friend, can own the financials of the business you own. And only you can actually implement profit first in your business. Spoiler alert, people who have implemented profit first actually laugh their asses off when they are asked, isn't profit first hard? They laugh their asses off because they, like you, heard the voices in their head maybe, The naysayers moaned that it would be hard, but when they laugh so hard answering that question, it's because they are laughing at themselves that they even had those ridiculous thoughts because profit first is really so easy. And now they are laughing all the way to their inconvenient bank at the end of each quarter to collect their quarterly profit distribution. Stop listening to the naysayers living in your head. Okay? 
Now, on to Dean and Maria's second question. You said on a previous episode, don't lower your prices. How does this work when you're just getting started? In the beginning, how much less than your preferred price for a given service can you accept and still succeed with Profit First? Okay, great question. Like Dean and Maria, like their thoughtfulness on their questions, amazing. So my response to that question was and is, discounts are for dummies even during a pandemic. Discounts are for dummies even during a pandemic. Now, I can't take credit for that. That quote is from Warren Buffett, and it is his literal quote. And I mean, it's not me. I, I'm just, I'm just following the one of the richest men in the world. So whether you are in a pandemic or in the case of Dean and Maria in the early startup phase of business, don't lower your prices. I repeat, do not lower your prices. Instead, level up your clientele. Focus on serving the people who can pay you well. And in the case of Dean and Maria Showalter, they still have plenty of free stuff to serve everyone in their niche. Specifically, Dean's podcast, Airplane Owner Maintenance with Dean Showalter, available on Apple iTunes. That is how Dean and Maria can serve everyone with their free podcast. But working with Dean, now he's realized and specifically targets his ideal client. And his ideal target client meets a higher level of criteria, namely those who can afford to work with him because Dean has reverse engineered his business based on income targeting and is operating his startup at his target allocation percentages out of the gate. He has up-leveled his clientele to make this happen according to plan. Yes. So if you have not done so yourself, go back a few episodes to the ones where we talk about how to do exactly this in your business. And a bit of a preview. On our next episode, we are going to be talking margin and pricing. Uh, These are my specialty topics, so I am looking forward to that. And for Dean and Maria's final question for me. What is that one thing you see beginning entrepreneurs doing over and over that drives you crazy that would be so easy to change, but they do it again and again, and if they changed it, it would be so helpful? So incredibly smart to ask this question. In my experience, 95% of the people I've ever worked with undervalue their products and services and need to be charging more. I think it's because they have this mindset that they want to serve everyone. They don't want to disappoint people, and they don't want someone to say, oh, you're too expensive. Maybe it's an ego thing. So they acquiesce and say, well, then I'll lower my price for you. I want to make everyone happy. I don't want rejection. And by doing this, it's a disservice to everyone. The people who want you to lower your prices and not increase them, well, they're typically very demanding people who will suck you dry. 
put them on the no bueno list. That's my advice. But this is also a preview to next week's episode, episode number 31, where we start phase three, the final phase of your profit-first implementation. We have been working through starting at episode 21. And so on our next episode, episode 31, we will talk about step number nine, which is to increase your margins. Because there are only two ways to increase your profitability, and one of the two is to increase your margins. As we bring this episode to a close, please visit our resource page where you can also opt in to receive our weekly resources for each new episode via text at ProfitFirstNation.com. Finally, if you would like to work directly with a certified Profit First professional, bookkeeper, accountant, or coach, then again, go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on Contact, where you will be able to connect with a certified Profit First professional. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.